day that we will never ever see again. Yes, 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 yes. It's another
song, our sweet accord, and thus our anthem. Father, with praises 
on our lips. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. We come this morning, Father, to lift up thy son Jesus. Yes, yes. yes Lord. But he said that if he be lifted up, that he would draw all men unto him. All men, all men. So here we are right now, here Father. Here we are, Lord. Here we are. As humble as we can be, Father. Thank you, Lord. We come to lift up thy son Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We come, Father, to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. For you watched over us last night. Oh, night Lord. As we slumbered and slept. Thank you, Lord. And then your hand of mercy this morning, Father. Yes, Lord. Touch us, Father. And gave us another opportunity to come before you. For that, Father, we just want to say thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Now, Father, I come asking you to look down upon look this sanctuary. For some people in this church, Father, need you right now. Thank you, Lord. Some need you for one thing, some yes. need you for another. Yes, Lord. And I just ask right now, Father, that you just move throughout this congregation. Thank you, Lord. In a mighty and powerful way. Thank you. As only you can, Father. Thank you, Lord. We ask now, Father, that you bless, heal, and deliver, Father. Yes, Lord. We ask now, Father, that you look down upon the pulpit this morning. Thank Father, you, Lord. Thank you. And bless the, the, the pastor of this church. Yes, Lord. Yes. Bless him, Father. Bless and him. Bless Lord. his family. Bless him, Lord. Give him a word, Father. A word that might be able to touch somebody's soul, Father. Yes, when they holler, I yield, I yield, I yield. Yes, Lord, we need you right now. Father. Thank you, Lord. And then, Father, we come actually to look down upon this troubled world. Yes, Lord. For we know that you see everything that goes on. Yes, Lord. And we just ask right now, Father, that you just move throughout this world in a mighty and powerful way, Father. Bring about some change, Father. Bring about some peace and understanding. But most of all, bring about some love, Father. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we thank you right now, Father. Thank you, Father, for the blessing. Thank you. Thank you for what you have done. For what you're doing and what you're about to do. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Lord, we just want to say thank you. Thank you, Lord. We can never thank you enough. Thank Father. you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. But truly, you have been good to us, Father. So good. So you good. have been blessing us, Father. Thank you. We thank you right now, Father. Right now, Lord. For your grace. We thank you for your mercy. Thank you, Lord. We thank you for the creation, Father. Thank you, Lord. We thank you for being the wise and all powerful God. Thank you, Lord. It is in the blessed name of our Son, Jesus, that yes. we do pray. Amen. 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 Don't you let nobody turn
up to praise his holy name. Amen. Praise God for each of you today. And we thank him that we can come together to worship and to praise his name. I was telling somebody, I guess a couple of days ago, I don't know if you know, but I know, we serve a true and a living God. Amen. This is just not an experience that's wrapped up in our imagination. He's a real God. Amen. He sits high and he looks low. Amen. I don't just serve bricks and mortar. Amen. But I serve the true and the living God. And because we serve the true and the living God, we can have true and real experiences. Amen. Yeah, it's true and this living God. I don't know about you, but I'm excited today to know that he is who he said he is. Amen. I tried him. And it's true. Amen. Yeah. 
to be confirmed from the image of the Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called, and whom he called, them he also justified, and whom he justified, them he also glorified. He had spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all. How shall he, not with him also, freely give us all things? Who shall be the Who is he that condemneth? It is Christ that died, yea, rather that is risen again who is even at the right hand of God, who also make an intercession for us. Amen. All these things we are more than conquerors through him that love us. Amen. And the word of God is already blessed. At this time, Reverend Cook will be coming before you with our family prayer. You know, 
anybody in the sanctuary this morning. We welcome you into the sanctuary today. God has brought us once again from Sunday to Sunday. We ought to be thankful about that. Amen? Amen. 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 Some of us are not here today. We are uh, out visiting. We have Deacon Johnson, who is celebrating his birthday today. He is out of town with work. And we have Sister Friedman and Dr. Pope's church today. She has, she's on program there today. And that's where she is today. Amen? Amen. 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 But so glad to see all of you that are made your way to the house of the Lord today. It's a blessing to be able to come in the house of the Lord today. And also welcome you on Facebook and y'all on the phone conference line. Amen. I want to encourage all of you that next Sunday is the first Sunday. Amen. We're going to go into our, our Lord, have our Lord's Supper meeting. If you have not visited it, but come back to the sanctuary yet. I want to tell you to invite someone to bring yourself back into the sanctuary. Amen? We yeah. will be just fine. We are observing our social distancing, and we're all good. God got our back. Amen? Yeah. Amen. Yeah. It's so good to see each and so many of you coming back into the sanctuary. We need each other. It's all right to stay home sometimes, but God did not design our worship to be yeah. that way. Yeah. Okay? I want you to know that. I mean, it's all good. Some of us got a little uh, used to it, but... Paul said, we, we need each other. Yes. We're like stones fitted together. Yes. Fitted, joined together, and we're like a wall together. Iron shoppers aren't iron, y'all. You can just come and just by me saying something to you in private that I didn't know what's going on, God used me to encourage you, or God might use you to encourage me. Amen? Amen. Amen. We need, God wants us to fellowship with each other. So don't take it for granted that uh, you say, forsake you not yourselves, the sibling. Together. Amen? Yes, amen. Well, uh, congratulate one that's celebrating their birthday in the month of March. I dream that Deacon Johnson, his birthday is actually today. Okay, we have we will have a prayer meeting and Bible study on the phone conference line this Tuesday at 6 p.m. Make sure you join us on the phone conference line. Those of you at home, y'all know that you all know the number and those in the sanctuary. It's printed on the back of your program. Amen? Amen. Amen. And uh Normally we don't have the Bible study when we have our mission program, because that, that's, that takes care of it very well. You'll, you'll study for that week. Uh, gives us our mission uh, study, amen, and we, have, we can share and we have a good time in it, don't we? Amen. We had it this Thursday, just went, went by. Amen? amen? Okay, remember that we are, uh, you can still get to the church anniversary for $56 if you have not. We're still taking uh, those uh, that donation, and we know that we are in our renovation, and we're going to be moving real quick on it here soon. We want to get this done before uh, Resurrection Sunday, amen? Amen. 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 We're, going to, we're going to get this floors done. We know each member's been tasked in 200. I see so many, so many people have paid it off already. So I want you to encourage you. It's our sanctuary. We're going to make, make our home be the best for the Lord it can be, amen? Amen. 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 And no, we're not going to go in debt doing it either. We're going to do it all. Just us that's going to do it, y'all. And us and the Lord going to get it done. Amen? Amen. Y'all ain't saying that. Talk back to me. Y'all better talk back to me. Amen. We can do it. And we've got so much more to do. Um, and we, God is assigning people to us, uh, uh, joining our ministry. God can do some of the work. Amen? Amen. And so that's going to really help the sanctuary move along quickly. Amen? I'm actually excited about what God is doing in the life of the ministry. Amen. I am. I am very excited. He is answering our prayers, filling the ministry where we need it to be yes. filled. Yes. 
So this month continues our women's history. We ought to be very proud of not only the women uh, and, and, and Christian women, women in the world that have done so, but also the women in our own ministry. Amen? Yeah. Yeah. Amen. We had our women to be observed women's, uh, women's month uh, on the third, so it was third Sunday, right? Yeah. And it was a wonderful Sunday. The wonderful Sunday. Women were in charge and said, I enjoyed myself tremendously watching. God used them. And they took us to those worship services just so anointed. Uh, Dr. Johnson was anointed. We had a great, great time. Amen? Amen. Now, uh, I told you about the renovation. Just also re uh, remember to continue to pray for each other. Okay? We have Sister Vernice. Sister Vernice here today? No. No, okay. I'm trying to stop Okay. Okay, you spoke to her? Okay, since we talked about the mom, I can speak to her since Friday. Okay, the mom's home, since Rennie's home, is home. Since Rennie's is doing fine, and the mom is home also, all right? So I want to thank God for, for those prayers. Amen? Amen. Amen. The prayer still works, y'all. Yes, It still works, right? Yes. Especially for us. We know God hears our prayer up in here. Oh, yeah. Show sure do. So do I'm a living witness. I told, I tell anybody that I could give me a hard time and they make my way rough. I'm gonna tell my church about you. I'm gonna tell my church. I ain't gonna, I'm gonna call you now and tell my church about you. And if I really want, I, I, I be specific. I tell you who it is. And I see him move. He don't. He not next week. I don't know what he do for y'all. But y'all stop praying when I got a prayer request. It happened that week. God moves. He will move people, places, and things. And he will change people's minds. Like what happened to her? She, she, all, she got nice all of a sudden. What you say? I believe in this church got a gift of prayer. When we come together and pray, we touch and agree, it happens, y'all. Okay, I believe that. Probably anybody else in any business in the sanctuary out there? Uh, that I didn't recognize any visitors visiting the first time. Amen. I see we got some repeat visiting, but I got my good friend. I see we got Mr. Griffin. We got, uh, we got friend, Dr. Ferry here with me today. Amen. 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 I'm so glad to have him. Thomas. Amen. You know, I'm so glad to have my brother come and sit with me today. Amen. I thank God for each and every one of you, all the deacons, all the choir members, the ushers, everybody that's in their place, uh, Reverend Cook, Reverend Lyles. It's a just a blessing to have all of you, Mother Thomas, everybody is in place. God is blessing us right now. That's right. And I don't want y'all to take it for granted. Don't you dare take it for granted. I am very cautious on how I'm trying to conduct myself. Cause I don't want, I don't, I'm afraid I'm gonna make, I don't get God off track and make him get upset with me. You understand what I'm saying to you? And when you see him start to move and answer your prayers like that, we want to, you're not perfect, but we want to have a, a mind that's willing to walk right. Paul said, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Saying, and don't conform to this world. So if we just try to do that on daily, and on a daily basis, God will come through for us. Amen? Amen. I think I've covered everything. Amen? Amen. It's offering time. Amen. Amen.
The Bible said, bring your tithes in the storehouse, and it will be meat in my house. It says, prove me not, child of God. See that I open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that you cannot receive. You know the importance of bringing the tithe into the sanctuary. And God said that. He said, try me. He said, be obedient to me. Watch to open up the windows of heaven. And when God says that he doesn't necessarily mean it's financially, he means it's in your life. Period. It can be your health. It can be how you work. It can make your decisions you make. God said he will cover you. It's a spiritual thing. The devil wants to get you where he thinks you're most important and lacking obedience. He obey God in. I've learned that to call those things are not as if they are. Amen? Amen? God will take care of you. I'm not telling you what I read. I, I've never even read a book. This is what I know. What I like most of all, as I gave him praise for this offering, he said he would rebuke the devour for our sins. That means that, that those things that can happen to you untimely, God said, I'm going to keep the devil away from your blessing. Okay? He said, I will not let him destroy the fruit of your vine. Okay? I don't care about if I make one step forward. I don't want to have to go backwards. Amen? So we do that. Be obedient to God. God will take care of us. Amen? Let us bless this offering in advance as we're about to give it. Oh, Father God, right now, in the name of Jesus, we want to thank you for this opportunity and service, Father, to give back to you that which you have given to us. Father God, you've been better to us than we've been to ourselves, and we just want to say thank you. Father God, you know each and every one of us, where we are and what we're going through at this present time. But Father God, you know all. You see all. Father God, we know you are our provider. So right now, Father God, allow us to walk by faith and not by sight. Call those things that are not as if they are. Bless your people as they give unto you, Father God. But Father God, I ask right now, in the name of your mighty Son, called Jesus, that you return back to your people sevenfold. Press down, shaking together, and running over. Let this come against the spirit of failure, failure and poverty, and let the failure of the spirit of success breathe in the lives of your people. Father God, bless the hands of every household under my voice. Father God, enlarge their territory right now. Father God, give them the hearts as I most of all, equip them so they can do the work that you have called us to do in this part of the vineyard. If you do these few simple things for us, Father God. And when given days are over, save us a place. Anywhere in your kingdom will be just all right with us. And all who love the Lord say, Amen, Amen, amen and Amen. Let's just leave this in the giving and quiet give some music, please.
some of our members that you have not seen, don't think because you have not seen them, they're not supporting the church. Amen. They very much are. The, those platforms that we have set up when we first went on COVID, they're still there. That's the text tie, and that's also the, the church cash app. They are given generously to it. Okay? Uh, that envelope, they used, I don't use, used to have an envelope though, because I just text mine on in there, okay? And I don't have to wait till Sunday to do that. I, if I think about a church, I text something, okay? It's, the, it's a blessing. But that envelope that I gave is that we have a, a gentleman that he always comes up to, in front of the church before church starts. He won't give his name, but he pays his tithes. Generously. Generously. God is blessing. You understand what I'm saying? He's blessing the ministry. Okay? Just do, just do what you're supposed to do and God do the rest. Amen? Amen. 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 I just wanted to share that with you so you know I didn't want to not you know, acknowledge that person. That person again, I don't want you to forget about those that you do not see. Don't think they just, they're there. Okay? So I'm encouraging everyone, first Sunday, if you don't come to the sanctuary, come back to the sanctuary. Let's have a good old-fashioned church reunion. Amen? Amen. Amen. Okay, go ahead, go on.
Jesus alone. Amen. What he said. Amen. Someone said it that said, and he is a kind and compassionate friend. Yes, he is. Lord help me somebody. Y'all understand that, right? He's just not a friend. He's a compassionate friend. You got friends that don't care nothing about you. Not Jesus. The Bible says that we have not a high priest that does not understand the significance of our suffering. I mean, he's a compassionate friend. Yes, That's all right, quiet. Yes, That's all right. Yes, Amen. 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 There's a word from the Lord. All right. Yes, yes, yes. If you turn your Bibles with me to the Gospel of St. Matthew, chapter 14. We're going to shine some modern spotlight on verses 22 to verses 33 of the Gospel of Matthew. Chapter 14. In your quiet time, I always encourage you to read all of chapter 14. Where you see what John the Baptist was behaved. Jesus fed 5,000. It's any contains contents of the text in which I'm about to preach. Because of time restrictions, though, you only going to shine a sermonic spotlight on this sermonic presentation. Verses 22 through 33. Amen? Amen. Amen. Let's look to the Lord in prayer before we begin. Well, Heavenly Father, right now in the name of Jesus, we just want to say thank you. Thank you Lord. Father, God, once again another time that we gather around your feet to hear from you. We are able, Father God, to understand this by ourselves or teach it or preach it by ourselves. So we ask, oh, Father God, do you allow your Holy Spirit to stay with us and exhibit this perfect teaching and preaching ministry right now in the name of Jesus. I am the earthen vessel, Father God, that you have poured a gift into. Father God, stir up the gift that's on the inside of me. I am unable to do it by myself. But I know I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So right now, in the name of Jesus, Father God, we are not an unlearned people. We understand that we perish for lack of knowledge. So right now, in the name of Jesus, come against Satan as he tries to snatch the word of knowledge away from your people. Bind him, O oh Father God, and anoint our minds afresh right now. Anoint every seat, every sound, every voice that's on, every person that's under the sound of my voice on the airwaves, O oh Father God. Let somebody be changed right now through your word. Let this be a real word, tailor-made, fit for the circumstances, situation of which your people are going through. Deliver somebody, encourage somebody, bring somebody back to the fold, O oh Father God. And whatever is accomplished in this setting, O oh God, We'll be careful to give you all the honor, the praise, and the God glory. Amen. Speak, Lord, for your people here. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Matthew chapter 14, commencing at verse 22. And straightway Jesus constrained his disciples to get into a ship and to go before him unto the other side, while he sent the multitudes away. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up into a mountain apart to pray. And when the evening was come, he was there alone. Mm -hmm. But the ship was now in the midst of the sea, right. tossed with the waves, for the wind was contrary. Y'all still with me? Yes, yes sir. Hmm. And in the fourth watch, of the night, Jesus went unto them 
walking on the water, walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a spirit. And they cried out for fear. But straightway Jesus spake unto them, saying, Be of good cheer. It is I. Be not afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water. And he said, Jesus did, come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. Hmm. But when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately, Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said unto him, O thou of little faith, wherefore didst thou doubt? And when they were come into the ship, the wind ceased. Then they that were in the ship came and worshipped him, saying of a truth, Thou art the Son of God. And we know that God's word is already blessed. I'd like to put a tag on this text so you can bring this passage into your hearing once again. Savior in the storm. Savior in your storm. You may take your seats in the presence of the Lord. Savior in your storm. These disciples, Dr. Fernie, find themselves in a storm. Because, there's a reason, they have been commanded by the Lord Jesus to cross the Sea of Galilee to go over to the other side. That is what Jesus instructed them to do. Jesus told them to get into the ship and to go over to the other side and I'll meet you there. Yeah, yeah. These men are in the will of God. Yeah. They are doing exactly what God said. And yet we see them struggling, Mother Thomas, in the midst of a storm. Which says to me, as pastor, if you allow me, that you can be doing the right thing. Can I say it again? You can be doing the right thing. Reading your Bible, attending church, giving God your praise, and your life still run into storms. Everybody on the side of my voice this morning is in one of these three situations. Walk with me now. Number one, you are either headed towards a storm. Number two, you are just coming out of a storm. Right. Or number three, quite simply, you are in the middle of a storm. Right. Have you ever found yourself doing right? Treating your family right, loving your children, going to work on time, trying to live righteously, and a storm just comes up out of nowhere? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
stuck in one of life's storms, and no matter how hard you try, All right. no matter what you do, it seems that you don't make any headway. And your next door neighbor, check me out, Deacon Furlow, who yeah. does not even go to church, yeah. don't even love the Lord, never reads their Bible, never pays any tithe, their children are doing just fine, their marriage is doing all well, and they have two cars in the garage, yeah. a picket fence, and a dog running around in the yard. Here we are loving God and going to church, doing what we're supposed to do, and we can't get one foot in front of the other. Try as you might. Yeah. Says Amy, your children are acting crazy. You get you, you get your children straight, then your health falls apart. Yeah. You get your health straight and your finances goes to hell. You get all back together and then old age starts to creep on in. Then you gotta start taking care of your grandkids. Help me somebody. If it produces the it, it's just like it's one thing after another. You know why? Because life will send storms your way. Hebrews, right of Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 11 says, No discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. Later on, however, listen church, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by going through your trial. There's a reason why we go through our storm. Proverbs chapter 24 and verse 10, Revelation says, if you faint in the day of adversity, it's because your strength is small. Jeremiah chapter 12 verse 5 said, if you run with the footmen and they wearied you, watch me digging cook, then how can you contend with some horses? And if, the Lord, if, if you are in the land of this peace and prosperity, where you dwell in, and you stumble in the land of peace and prosperity, what you going to do if the Jordan River overflows? It doesn't matter how much you love God, storms will come. I don't care what the fortune prophets tell you on Facebook and TV. I don't care what the naming and claiming crowd tells you on the radio. In this life, you will have tribulation. I'm in the book. It doesn't matter how much you pray. You might still do a lot of prayer, and you still can get breast cancer. It doesn't matter how righteous you think you are. You still may lose your job. That is just the way life is. Storms will come our way. Having faith in God is not a hedge against the storms in this life. Your reading the Bible is not a fallout shelter against trials and tribulations. Let's pray that God used me to help us this morning. So let me suggest that storms are God's means of transportation. <laughs> All right. somebody. Did I just say that? Storms are God's means of transportation. The storms God sent our way, Reverend Cook, are His means of transporting us to the other side. You can't get to the other side without a storm. Sorry, I don't know nice to tell you, but that's just the pattern. Some stuff you just got to go through to get through. That's right. Yeah. You can't bypass it. You can't renege on the class. 
Just take the class, and while you're in the class, don't ask God to get you out, because you got to finish this class. Uh-huh. Not to be able to testify 
that the more you try, sometimes the harder it gets. Can I get a witness over there? You make two steps forward and three steps backwards. You think you almost got it figured out, then life sends another storm to knock you down. It's always a trial. It's always a test. It's always a difficulty. There's always a stress. There's always a struggle for the child of God. But let me say something to you about some storms that are under the divine control of the master. Just about every day, can I keep it real with you? Just about every day in the great state of Florida, a thunderstorm comes up. Welcome me, church, as Pastor tried to illustrate the exegetes text. The weather forecasted and our local TV station tell us in the morning that there will be a thunder shower in the afternoon. On our way home in rush hour traffic. And they caution us to bring our umbrella when we leave the house in the morning. Now I want you to get this. Bringing your umbrella will not stop the storm from coming. I'm going to say that again. Bringing your umbrella does not stop the storm from coming. It will just keep the rain off you. I said it one more time. I said it over to the right. Bringing your umbrella does not keep the storm from coming. It will just keep the rain off you. Now let me make a play what the Holy Ghost is trying to say to us. Storms are going to come. But if you are in Christ, the storm might be raging, but the rain will not fall on you. Are y'all in here? Isaiah chapter 26 and verse 3 said, Thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is staying on thee. Enough storms to testify that God will bring you out. And even if God does not bring me out, watch me, Dr. Freddy. I like this better than bringing me out. Really, at this point in my life, I really don't gotta come out. I know my God too much is a tongue. I really like it better when he leaves me in there. Because he said, if he doesn't bring me out, he'll step in the storm with me. Anybody here been through some storms? Yes. 
Won't God see you through it? Won't he bring you out of it? Won't God hear your cry? Oh, y'all better talk back to me. There are some people I watch on Discovery Channel. Realize this. I like watching Discovery Channel. They call themselves storm chasers. Storm chasers, Dr. Fernie. They get in their vehicles and they go looking for some storms. They don't lost their mind. I am not an and I am not a storm chaser. I don't want to deal with no lightning. I don't want to hear no thunder or deal with no rain. When I was a child growing up, I got some old school folk here. In the Bahamas, Mommy and Grammy would make us sit down when it was thundering and lightning. Boy, sit your behind down. Be quiet, sit down. God is speaking. They covered all the mirrors up. Don't be talking on the phone. Get off the phone while it's thundering and lightning. I wish I had some of you. told us and taught us, Sister Thomas, how to respect nature and, na and, the na and, God and, the, and nature's God. Amen. I'm not a storm chaser. I don't go looking for storms or trouble. Amen. But I have been around enough people uh -huh. and witness in here, yeah. who have been through some storms. Uh -huh. Young people, hook up with some elder folk sometime so you can learn something. Ain't nothing wrong. Why am I gonna make the same mistake that they make? And they done made it. They gonna tell me how to make. Why am I gonna be stuck on stupid and do the same thing they did? I agree. I agree. Jesus. It don't make no sense to go the same track. And you got somebody saying, "I did that before. Don't you do that?" But uh -huh. yeah. you so bad. Something so bad. God, see, God can get uh, some of our attention with a feather, and then some of us here to knock us over the head with a brick. I've been around enough, long enough to know that some people that I know went through some storms, Sister Fella. They've been through some storms, and when you come out of it, they say on the other side, it does something to your testimony. It does something to how you praise God. Because you really can't praise God like you should until you have been broke and then God paid your bills. I talk to myself, I preach to myself. You don't know what it's like being broke. You don't have a testimony until you've been broke and then God paid your rent. You've been really sick. Have you ever been really sick? And then the Lord healed your body? Talk back this is amen. You relied on and the Lord has vindicated you? People said that we would never make it. We'll never mount anything. But yeah, hey. Right. We're in the sanctuary and under the sound of my voice, aren't you? You could have been dead sleeping in your grave. You, some of us should have been locked up. Sanctuary. What a mighty God we serve. Yes. 
testify while we're in the sanctuary. Can't nobody do me like Jesus. When the Lord has been good to you and you have come out off the other side of your storm, it puts something in your voice. Something on your face. God comes in the face of darkness and comes in the face of disaster to let us know that all hope is not lost. Storms, I said, are God's means of transportation. Then verses 25 through 31 tells us that storms are God's way of testing us. Y'all still with me? God's way of testing us. A faith miracle that has not been tested is a faith that cannot be trusted. Come on! A faith that has not been tested is a faith that has cannot be trusted. A faith that can't stand up under testing is a faith that can't be trusted. Because when the storms of life begin to rage, God is not mad at you. God is not trying to do you in. God is not being mean or evil towards you. Because God is not predisposed, can I teach some theology here, towards evil. God only is love and kindness. He's a man that cannot lie. If he says that he will accomplish it, if he spoke it and it has not been created, he it can't become. Because God is a remover. He's a creative word. He speaks into existence that which is not. That's why I tell you God said, that which is in me, he said, you do greater things. That's why pastor tell you that. Speak those things that are not as if they are. But God tests us yes, sir. to see what we can stand up under. To see what we can handle, Nicole. To strengthen our resolve. To put some steel in our character. reveals the Savior in the storm. But God's testing refines the saints. If you see some sisters in here and they look like nothing bothers them, they went through pure hell because they don't look like what they went through. I'm telling you,
when I'm on my job. They get mad because hell breaking loose and I, they say I act like I don't care. Let, 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 let Nothing happens. <laughs> it's not that I don't care. I, I operate under a different regime than you do. For those who think they control my destiny, they got it all twisted. Because my destiny is not controlled by a mere man. You may make a decision for me today, but God will flip that thing and turn it around in the morning. And if you say no to me, I don't care. Because guess what? God's letting you say no because he just don't want me to go there.
The Bible says that in the midst of the storm, between 3 a.m. and 6 a.m., y'all with me? In the darkest hour of the night, Jesus came walking on the water. Yeah, yeah. To test them. Uh -huh. Jesus came walking on the water. He said that if you trust me, you can walk on your storm. Right. Listen to what I just said. I said it in a certain way. He didn't say walk in your storm. He said walk on, on your storm. On yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Come on, To teach them that if you trust me, you will know how to walk on your storm. Let's look at how it happens. Jesus comes on the fourth watch of the night. The winds are blowing. Yeah. Let me. I th can I show this, throw this in for free? Come on. Come on. Yeah. There's something significant about the fourth watch of the night. Uh -huh. yeah, so. It's at the fourth watch of the night when the death angel passed over Israel. Uh -huh. And the blood on the doorpost of the children of Israel slips its tongue. Yes. He passed over them. It was during the fourth touch of the night. Yeah. God makes deliverance. Come on now. Come on, Richard. And the fourth watch of the night. Yeah. So when you can't go to sleep, get up sometimes, stop being lazy. Get on your knees and call on the name of the Lord. I don't got to sleep all the time with my reverend friend. I'm at the age now I sleep in the last. It's all right with me. But I'll be praying. Yeah. I, don't, I don't need anybody to look at cat now. Yeah. See, God, I, I told share with some, a friend of mine. God got special anointing on his pastor. Can I tell you? What he does is he gives us peace that surpasses all understanding. But that's his aim. He gives us a strength that surpasses other people. Uh -huh. Come on, Dad. Come on. Well, you need to get some sleep because it seems like you always like, no, I don't need to get no sleep because I'm on a mission. Uh -huh. I got, I'm operating under purpose and proposition. Uh -huh. Y'all are hearing me. I got to do my mass as well while it's day. Because if I don't work by the day, night comes. Y'all trying to mess me up. This is how it happened. Just came to him on the fourth watch of the night. The winds are blowing. But check this out, y'all. Jesus' clothes are not ruffled. I know it's close enough. How you see when you see that final pastor? Because they recognize him. Uh -huh. He wasn't messed up. Yeah. You know someone's getting messed up. We don't have our makeup on. They're looking at who you are. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. The water didn't mess him up, sister Amy. No. The winds are blowing. Uh -huh. Jesus' clothes not ruffled. Yeah. The rain is falling. Yeah. But Jesus is not getting wet. Yeah. All right. You know why? What? Can I tell y'all something? Tell me. Because Jesus, Reverend Dr. Fernie, uh -huh. rules the wind and the sea. Come on now. He rules. He's the master of the sea. And when the disciples saw him, like many of us, they were terrified. Let me hang out right here. When you pray for God to shine out, to get you out, and then God blow up and do a miracle on you, don't get scared. You ask God for it. Don't you think he can do it? Thank you. 
not afraid. Uh-huh. It is I. Yeah. Be of good cheer. Come on now. Listen now, listen. I tried to exegete and, 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 and dissect that part of the text there, Reverend Cook, because why did he say that first? Okay. Jesus always says, uh-huh. as you go through the Bible from Genesis okay. to, to, to Revelation, when God speaks to his men and children, he always says, be not afraid, be not afraid. Okay. The Bible tells me that. He said he has not given us the spirit of fear. No, 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 no. That's a lie from the devil. Uh-huh. He told Joshua, be not afraid. Be not afraid. I was with Moses. Uh-huh. I'll be with you. Come on now. Yes. Listen, listen. Mm -hmm. Peter said, I made up my 
my mind. Yeah. That is safer All right. on the water with Jesus uh -huh. than in the boat without Jesus. Jesus, the seat might get choppy, but Jesus is there. Jesus is there. The storm may get violent, Deacon Cook, but Jesus is there. Peter says, if that is you, I don't want to stay here with them. I want to come and meet you. Jesus said, come, Peter. Come on. Come. Now the boat people. Oh, I gotta go here a little bit. The people who stayed in the boat, those boat people, you gotta be aware of this boat people, child of God. Perhaps they were saying, Peter, are you crazy? Get back in here. You can't walk on water. Come and sit down. Just wait until Jesus gets here. Peter, for a moment, Dr. Fernie, walked on water. And when Peter saw the wind, yeah. when he considered, he considered the noise yeah. from the boat people, Peter began to sink. Yeah. Uh -huh. He forgot about the Savior yeah. in the storm. Don't you let anybody in New Jerusalem sink you. Y'all hear Pastor? Don't you let anybody sink your dreams? Don't you let anybody sink your potential? Don't you let anybody sink your promise? If the Lord tells you to do it, don't you let anybody sink your possibility? Yes, sir. If the Lord tells you to attempt it, don't you let anybody rain on your promise? Why? Because you have a savior in the storm. I don't care how dark the night is, no matter how long the day, God can still speak peace. Our storm. I know that some people rather be here right now that can help me testify that God can speak peace to your storm. I said, God can speak peace to your storm. You remember the three Hebrew boys, don't you? Shadrach, Meshach, and another Negro. Yeah. They were in the fiery furnace. And the king heated up the fire. Seven times hard. Seven times I said at the sound of the music, he said, I want everybody to bow down to this golden image. They were supposed to bow down and worship a golden image. Everybody bowed except Shadrach, Shadrach, and Abednego. The Bible said that the king threw them in the fire. In church with people. Now watch this now. I don't want no church member who just love the Lord when things are going well. No, no, no. I need some people who know how to praise God when the lights go out in your life. Because you have a savior in the storm.
you the word of God, you, you got your stuff on hold. Yes, yes. Be honest with y'all, I'm too old to put anything else on layaway. I need to go and get my stuff out of the store right now. Watch God bless your life and get mad. God bless your life anyhow. Yeah. If God says to do it, do it. It does not matter what anybody else says. Yeah. You just put your faith in God. Yes, sir. I don't care if you're in the storm uh, because if you have a saying in the storm, yeah. When you get to the boat yeah. after witnessing what has just happened on the water, yeah. The Bible says they all bow down. Yes, sir. Watch this now. Oh. And they worshiped uh -huh. Jesus, yes. saying, truly, 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 you are the Son of God. Son of God. Uh -huh. Jerusalem, let me say this, end this thing by saying this to you. I'm not going to wait uh -huh. until I get into a storm. No. I'm not going to wait until the floods rise in my life. Yes. I'm not going to wait till the wind starts blowing in my life yes. to start praising my yes. God. Yes, sir. I'm not going to wait until the rains come to start praising my God. Because when the storms come in my life, uh -huh. I would have already had some practice praising Praise my God. Oh. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Come on. The thing about it is we need to get change our mind. Uh -huh. We can do better. Yes. How do you change your mind? Praise God. We don't come to church to praise God just because he's good. Right. I know he's good all the time. I know, I know he's good, y'all. But that's not really why I come. Do you know why I come? I come here just to praise him because of who he is. Y'all ain't feeling it. Because he woke me up this morning. Because he started me on my way. He gave me my right mind. and gave me a reasonable portion of my health. Y'all ain't feeling it.
God, you can give your life to Christ if you don't know him. Now is the accepted time. Now is the of salvation. When you hear God and the Holy Spirit pull them at your heart, and the word is just went forward, it says, harden not your heart. Tomorrow may be too late. Now is the accepted time. God said, all you have to do is to surrender your life to me. You can't fix it. You can't get it right to come to me. I can do that myself. Salvation is a work. They still want to get their life to Christ today. If you already know the Lord is your personal Savior, you just know that you have not been obedient to the Word of God. God said, I know you've forgotten about me, but that's why you're here and you're hearing this Word, because I have not forgotten you. You're not married to the backslider. Rededicate your life back to the Lord right now. And Lord will say, I'll become your Savior in the storm again. If someone that looking for a church home and don't have a church home, invite you now to join this people of God in New Jerusalem. This is a place where our worship is passionate and the word of God is powerful. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. We'll take you just as you are. We'll walk down the King's Highway together. Is there one today? Is there one today? Is there one today?
was able to keep us from falling and present us faultless before his exceeding grace. May it be deliverance, power, both now and forevermore. And let the church say, God.